you have successfully managed to claw your way into the Casa Berenice Recordings Podcast, Episode 19. This podcast is our way to release multi-tracked recordings from house concerts that we host in our living room. We being Clay Chaplin and Heather Lockie, and including our Claude friends Xenotron, Buzzy, Nemesis, and Fluff Nugget. This episode features a performance by Ezra Bukla. It was recorded live at a Casa Berenice house concert on April 9th, 2022. Stick around after the performance for an interview with Ezra Bukla. And now, here is Ezra Bukla performing on viola and electronics.
I'm Ezra Bukla. I like to play the viola a lot. I like uh, sounds and hearing. I'm really, really interested in ears and hearing and music. But, you know, music can mean a lot of things. And I'm not really always sure what it means to me. I was kind of transposing the sounds I've been kind of making for myself at home, not overthinking it as far as like presenting work to an audience or whatever. But uh, as far as that material, you know, it's like these very simple elements, um, colored noise and sine waves and breath and um, viola, but not like, like I'm not trying to, be bombastic in, in a way with like technique or or structure. I'm kind of taking, I guess, musical elements or I- ideas that are like already circulating and, and trying to sort of capture them, but also extrapolate from those natural ideas and, and make some sort of sound object that, that is, I don't know, expands and, and lets you sort of examine what these tones are. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is about like uh, establishing a tonality. I've been very interested for quite a few years now if you, uh, in this particular body of mostly transcribed folk song that has become very resonant recently because it's the, it's a Jewish folk song from mm-hmm. the from the Pale of Settlement, which is the part of Russia where all the Jews had to go after. 1750 mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Russia absorbed a big part of Poland and got a few million Jews in the bargain and uh, so this one Ukrainian musicologist named Moishe Bergovsky who uh, worked in Kiev for a long time collected all this all these songs um, a lot of them are pre-Russian Revolution like World War One worker protest and mm-hmm. anti-war songs so they've been really resonating to me a lot lately. And uh, there are acapella songs, and, and, and when I play it on viola, it's not, like, correct. But I'm interested in, like, not just, like... Also, I should say, like, like this sort of, like, klezmer music was something I was really immersed in as a, as a child. Oh, cool. But um, haven't really stayed immersed in as an adult. So it's, like, all in muscle memory, but it's not... But it's in my mind it's it's layered with memory and it's kind of like and there's something about like seeing you know 10 different transcriptions of one folk song that engages me in that sort of memory sense which is one of the senses i in which i like think that music is is amazing like music is an amazing memory thing and uh so i'm trying to kind of kind of channel that feeling of like superimposing things and um on a technical level it's kind of like i'll do a performance or i'll take sometimes i'll actually just capture the room with the microphone mm-hmm. and uh, all the tonalities are extracted from that segment of audio so when i'm playing the keyboard tonight it's i mean it's a little keyboard but uh that uh, tuning has been cre- just created from the viola oh, material, nice. wow. so it's so I don't really know what is happening, and then I'm I will sort of play that with also like echoes of the viola performance being spectrally manipulated with the microphone, 
Yeah, and the, and the mm -hmm. tones. Ah, that's so what that's kind of what's going on. Yeah. I mean, thinking about these th contrasts and expectations and contexts, and mm -hmm. I mean, it was weird. Was, I mean, I've told this to everyone already, but came here from playing at a memorial service. Right. Right, where it was like, um, I played viola and sang, and it had a different intention, but not that different. Like, it's still... Mm -hmm. But playing, you know, you play, in, you play songs, and you play, like, abstract stuff, and... and it feels like there's a there's a infinite gulf but in between those not, things, but there really is. There's not there really any isn't. gulf. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same stuff. Like if mm -hmm. if you're gonna totally play a note that feels good <laughs> and means something, then that's the job. It's not. That's like you Michael's know. ring. I was just gonna say Michael. He was said like the same had thing. this great yeah. example. He's like, you know, I'm not really a playing a pop song kind of player it's not really so much what i do but it's banging on a tom and i like how the tom sounds and so when i bang on it in a pop song i'm happy because i'm banging on the <laughs> the tom and it sounds good well during your concert i also was thinking of the memorial service probably it's because I, I knew about it in advance but had i not known about it i feel like i might have still thought about something like that well, these songs are laments. Like, there's not, it's not a neutral. It's not like I'm playing with a pitch set, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, this is a song. The Ezra Tone Row. I mean, that, this 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 tune. I mean, it's an acapella tune normally. So the, that's what's one of the really interesting things to me about this this folk song material is that it's not tunes. It's it's words mm. and. Uh, and it, huh. and when I'm playing it as a tune, that is that is a mutation. Yeah, it's an interpretation. This is a song that's kind of has you know was like recorded. There were like lots of versions of it recorded all over this region, and I think has entered the vernacular in the oral mm. tradition as well. Mm. Called you know the Green Fields is the name of the song, mm -hmm. and it's it's like probably the Jewish Ukrainian equivalent of like you know. Um, Johnny, I hardly knew you, or when mm. the shakes the barley, what or something. One of these in, in, in Ukrainian Yiddish, which is not a, also huh. it's not a language that I that I know. Like it's not wow. like I. And this is a very uh, this is all gets into very strange territory for me as like you know a, a child of people who fled World War II and from that region, and but also not being you know not being raised as a Jew like and and mm -hmm. so it's all kind of like there's huh. a misty right sure element Some to this that's a little so you're a little removed I'm a little removed from it mm -hmm. but I also want to know about it and I want and and then you know I used to play in a klezmer band as a kid and take lessons from a klezmer mm -hmm. player and wow. go to these shows a lot so you had a certain amount of like cultural Exposure. Exposure. Yeah. yeah, but not like not like you were a Jew and this is right, where you're from. It right. was like not, this is your identity. Like, yeah. yeah. It was just kind of um but I love the tonality. So mm -hmm. you mean you were talking I forget, totally. was I talking to you about it? About the tonality. Someone oh, it was Andrew. Andrew was saying like that sounded kind of South Asian or something. And um I mean to me that just sounds it's yeah, maybe, but it's like an this altered Phrygian mode that mm -hmm. is like 
this is interesting. I was thinking, this is interesting. I, because you encounter this mode in music school and they tell you what it is. They tell you this is harmonic minor. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. This seventh resolves up right. and it is total bullshit. That is like some German guy's idea because that is a stable tonality. Like that is not harmonic minor resolving like to something. It's um that's what it sounds like. So that's what and and uh and that feeling. That's why I wanted to like freeze it and mm-hmm. be like just just sit in this for huh. a minute. Yeah, just, this is just let's sit swim in, in that pond. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would be hard to do without a computer. Yeah. But I don't think of it as computer music. I think of the computer as like, a, you know, it's just a... Another tool. tool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if I could, if I could, yeah, if it was a physical object that could do all that stuff, that would be interesting. I don't know if I would, you know, the computer is wonderful because it's, you know, it can be transformed into mm-hmm. whatever you want. And... uh when I work with Monum, back to that, back to that question, yeah, like, you know, there's a company that makes, essentially makes single purpose computers, right? And and uh, I think that's interesting. Like psychically, I think it's interesting to have a device that's not your email device mm-hmm. that you put on your pedal board. Totally. Mm-hmm. But in practice, I don't really care about that. Like I actually kind of want fewer computers. So I already have one, works good. You know, I- And that's what I use. I know mm-hmm. exactly. What you, I, I, I totally get what you're talking about. I think, like, right now, if I was going to go on tour, say, if I was going to, like, perform 50 times in the mm-hmm. next two months, I would definitely put the time in to create a Norns. I would make make something for that, and that's what I would... And I would not think about it, and I would put it in my <laughs> pedal box. And you would be done. And that would be that. But that's not my musical life right yeah. now my 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 I'm I'm fitting it into the cracks in life mm-hmm. and I'm using the things that I have around me to to make the stuff right now not 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 I'm not trying to make an app to be used by unknown other parties right. in the future for other purposes mm-hmm. like that's not I'm not making tools when I, when it's my practice I make tools for work <laughs> There are all these little connections that were going on derived from, well, the tonality of the viola, right? But also the room and things well, like that too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's taken, it's just a spectral, it's a sp- spectral power distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not derived from melody in the sense of attempting to preserve and then extrapolate the, the pitch the structure and time, mm-hmm. but there is a little bit of that. It collects a whole five minutes or ten minutes of stuff, uh-huh. and it does use the mm. time, but it then mostly is about th- in this particular piece the, for tonight was like what it happens if I take all of these, all of the spectral peaks and cluster them by experimented with a few clustering algorithms and this mm-hmm. is one that is totally whack but I'm just trying it out <laughs> and uh, cluster them and then and then like 
arranged them on the keyboard, and then I tried to build this device that is a little wonky, but it's kind of doing it, mm -hmm. of like um, being able to, so each pitch class, <laughs> each, I mean, I, wait, where are we talking about? Right. There it is, right okay. there. The, it's the Ezra tone row. Each note, each MIDI note in this two octaves is mapped to a cluster of frequencies. Mm -hmm. And then I have a device that can kind of combine, like focus in on them or pull out and hear all of them at once. So that's one of the parameters mm. for each key. Wow. Okay. And then, uh, so it's like I play a tune and then I make this weird instrument out of whatever acoustic phenomena happened from that. Yeah. And then I try to, I didn't really quite do it too much. It didn't feel quite good, but mm -hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll try to, I try to do another tune with that oh, new instrument. Oh yeah, I loved, I loved. That's what, and then I try to let, and then like, and then have them and have the old one and the new mm -hmm. one process each other. Yeah, it gets okay. Super yeah, metal. and then all the rhythm stuff is derived from beating frequencies. And if there's one like kind of rule I've adhered to pretty thoroughly, it's that I don't really use any pre-recorded material or mm -hmm. I try to make it so that what I conceive as as the instrument like can't exist without. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this yeah. time elapsing in this space yeah. to create it. it so time is time is yeah, making it, the it instrument be it what it is. It can't happen instantly. It has right. to build up mm -hmm. some stuff. Um, so that's kind of mm -hmm. what I like. As far as the sort of, you know, computer-aided performance methodology. <laughs> Don't look at my band camp. It sucks. No fun. Nothing there. Yeah. Go away. No, Bye. No, no website. No website. No social media. Bye. Hashtag something. Ezra. Go outside. Yeah, go outside. <laughs> go the go to the park. <laughs> thank you for joining us on the Casa Berenice Recordings Podcast. We would like to thank the musicians for performing and our lovely community here in Northeast LA for attending our concerts. For more information about our house concerts or our current release catalog, please visit our website, casabaronisrecordings.com. And thank you for listening.